Welcome to the Tales of Fatherhood podcast. I am your host, Daniel Davila, and joining me momentarily will be my father, who seems to be gathering a little bit more popularity than myself, which is a little annoying, but whatever. But before we get to him, a couple announcements I want to make. You'd like, you could follow us on Instagram. I just created a random page for us. It's going to be at Official Tales of Fatherhood. We generally just post some pictures of us recording the podcast. You actually get to meet who this is all for, Parker. So he'll be participating in all that. He has no choice. He's four months old. And, and then uh, also, I'd like you to check out our TikTok. My wife made him one. It's at Parker Likes Avocados. And my wife posted a video of him not too long ago. It had something like 600,000 views. I feel like people needed to know that that was my son, <laughs> that you you were listening to the podcast about that kid, about that kid's father. So you know what I mean. All right, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. Joining us now again is the North Star for the podcast, the man, the myth, the legend, the Martin Davila. Now you can talk. <laughs> so right. we just recorded this one. We just recorded it before it and he started talking and I told him, I'm like, I'm like, no, don't talk. Like, cause if we overlap, if we overlap, it messes everything up. <laughs> like it's we, so confusing, Daniel. It's technology, dad, <laughs> which is funny because this is what we're talking about today. Ooh, oh, you yeah. like that transition? Yep. I love it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, actually that's why this episode's titled. From one of my favorite movies, it's from Terminator 2, which is uh, Skynet Learns at a Geometric Rate, which is... Uh, okay. <laughs> my father, who is not a movie guy. <laughs> so yeah, but today we're going to be talking about technology. I want to interject something before we carry any further. If you guys want to see Parker doing pumpkins, go watch that video. Oh yeah, actually, you're right. It's really awesome. So, he really makes them himself. You'll see it. You no, know, yeah, it's a. <laughs> I don't know where my wife got that idea from. I really don't. It was fantastic when I first saw it. I was like, wow. Yeah, it was. I wonder like what a, I can do. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to pay for a butt painting from you. <laughs> like, I, I was shocked because when my wife posted it, Christian posted it. We were like, oh, like it had gotten like a thousand views in like overnight, and we're like, oh, oh my god, we almost have a thousand views. Then the next day it was like three thousand, and then the day after that, like we hit like it took a while, but before we got to ten thousand. But once she hit ten thousand, it just started like going up and up and up. And then you start reading the comments, <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't read the comments. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're trying to figure out something else cool to put on there, but we haven't been able to really top that one. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, we, I think she tried to do the pumpkin one, but man, that boy wasn't happy. Did I show you the video? No, no, no. I did not see it. Oh, really? Oh, I'm gonna have to, I'll have to send it to you, but there's one of us trying to put him in a... We were trying to make a TikTok and put him in a pumpkin and make him like wear a pumpkin. Oh. But the minute he touched the pumpkin, he started screaming, screaming like bloody murder. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I might post that on the Instagram. Is that that butchered <laughs> pumpkin you have in front That's of? why that pumpkin is just sitting in front of that. I looked at him and I said, what? That is, you know, <laughs> that does not look like a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern or whatever. I know, I know, I know. That was, God. I blame that on my wife. That should have been thrown in the trash, but she likes to leave that stuff for me, for me to do, I guess. But yeah, so speaking of TikTok and all that stuff, we wanted to talk today about technology. I know the last couple episodes, 
they always start off really lighthearted and we get kind of deep. And I think the last one was, was really fun. was with about discipline and we got to touch on some things, but I do think some, at some points it was getting a little too serious, you know? So I wanted to switch gears and go over into something like technology because it's a little more lighthearted. And I really like right now, just kind of want to have lighthearted conversations, especially with everything that that just recently happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> we should. Yeah. <laughs> so what about technology, dad, do you think that is important with Parker? I think it's an amazing time in our times right now, but I'm, what's important for Parker, I think what's going to happen as technology moves forward and he gets older, like we were talking earlier, that technology is growing exponentially. And I was able to see that change. You saw a change. And I wonder what he's going to see. Oh, I know. How, how far it's going to get ahead. I mean, we talked about how I was introduced to technology. I was not born with a computer in my hand or, or a cell phone for that matter. But, you know, we started off talking about the uh, typewriters and electronic typewriters. And then we went to the Atari 800, the 1600. These Ataris, you could load a word processing program. Right. And now it's totally different than what it used to be. You got to see different technologies from that. Yeah. Parker... We were just talking. You want to buy him an iPad. Four months. Yeah, I know. So like I was even thinking, because you were telling me that about the technology that you experienced, right? I was in the car and I was thinking about like the, um, I wonder how that must have looked to your, your parents who I guess in their, from like from their point of view. So your parents, from my point of view, may not have grown up with much technology, right? But to them, they had a whole bunch of like upgrades, you know, compared to what their parents saw. So I'm just trying to think about like that exponential growth, you know, and how it looked to your parents. Like when you had those Ataris or you had the chance to mess with the computer inside of your house, they must have been like, oh my God, this is the future. Or cell phones. I got to see your grandmother. Oh, how was her that? Cell phone and she couldn't uh, understand, you know, mm-hmm. how, how does it work? Let me have my list of phone numbers. And I remember back then it used <laughs> oh, to yeah, be, that's right. <laughs> it used to be you had a, you get a the quick dials. Press one. If you want to call me, mom, just press one. Press this button, this one, and you call me. Do you remember those movies too that had they're like I don't want to say old Tom Cruise movies, but they're like Kevin Bacon movies that had the big, the big gray cell phone. Or I the, owned the, one the, of those. The, oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. You know, I remember actually. They were bricks. Why literally. did you have that? What was the point of that? Thing? Well, I guess I know what the point of it was, but you'd have to have like an entire case for that thing. I had one of those too. <laughs> when the cell phones first started coming out, it was literally a briefcase. And in there, you would open up your briefcase and in there would be a phone looking thing still there with a big old battery to power it. You look pretty impressive when you'd walk around with your own briefcase and take phone calls. I would imagine too. Like, did it have a cord or anything to it? No. Well, yeah, the phone did. Oh, so you've been walking around with a corded phone. Yes. Well, I guess it's funny now, you know, because everything's so connected and wireless, you know. I remember when, uh, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but I remember when uh, they just recently, about recently being the last few years, got rid of the cable to the the headphones, right? So everything's like Bluetooth now. And I remember thinking, I'm like, I'm like, this is dumb. This isn't the wired cable. The wired headphone will never go away. Never go away. Dude, I don't even own a pair. Like I have wired headphones because they come with my phones when I buy them, but I have no use for them. I just use my AirPods and you just click them open and they're cleaner. They're nicer. You can walk away from your phone. I don't know. Did you know that it. on AirPods, you can tap on it and it does stuff? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just started doing that. <laughs> do you just, have AirPods? Yeah, of course I do. I'm a very technology knowledgeable dude. No, yeah. No, you're not. 
<laughs> but I got. You still air- have an entertainment center. <laughs> entertainment centers anymore i walked into your house you have this giant entertainment center and you have a flat screen tv in there the entertainment center was built you know your entertainment center was built to house like a console tv right i couldn't find one you could have they only had this flat things there <laughs> so i bought one would you have one that'll fill the entertainment center? Yeah. actually i was looking around for like when where's the rest of it <laughs> why haven't you given that thing up man I don't get it. That entertainment center. And this is also a question for all of you that still have an entertainment center. Why? It doesn't make sense to me. Daniel, where would I keep my DVDs? <laughs> Serious. Like I got DVDs in there. I got a whole collection of them. You know, you have a DVD player in there, right? Yeah. That, or is that a DVD player or is that a Blu-ray player? It's a Blu-ray, Daniel. I'm told you I'm technologically Is that really a Blu-ray player? It's truly a Blu-ray player. We used it one time when we first bought it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> oh my God. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I remember the transition from VHS to DVDs. Do you remember the transition from beta to VHS? You know, I actually read about that. Did you know there wasn't a transition? It wasn't a transition. It was actually a competition. That's so, right. It was. Yeah, it was a competition with Betamax at the format, right? It was Betamax and VHS and VHS won out. I can't remember why, but I think it was because a certain company ended up supporting VHS, whether it was like Sony or uh, Maxell or uh, Sony, yeah. It was one of those companies that ended up supporting that format and that ended up winning the war because that's what happened with Blu-ray and HD DVD. I don't know if you remember that. So you know what Blu-ray is, right? Looks like a DVD to me. (laughs) From what I understand, it has some more stuff to it. Yeah, you can basically hire, in a nutshell, higher quality film. So you can watch watch 4K, like on 4K Blu-ray, right? But when it first came out, you had Blu-ray and high-definition DVD. And I think HD DVD was cheaper than Blu-ray, but Blu-ray had better better image quality. So there was this competition to see which was going to be the next, what was going to be the next file format of the future, right? And it was whatever company, I think it was a Sony was the one that created Blu-ray. And I can't remember who created HD DVD. But at the end of the day, some particular, um, oh, shoot. Now I don't want to be wrong. I'm not even going to keep going with it. I'm just going to say Blu-ray won. And that's how I have Blu-rays now. Well, I think from your description right now, Blu-ray is kind of like putting your glasses on. Yeah, because really? for that, me, it's like, that's it. That's the analogy. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, what kind you of look glasses? Down, I mean, you, you look down without your glasses. When I look without my glasses, you know, I try to read without them. It's all blurry. It's not that high quality, high definition. Have you tried to look at old movies that aren't HD? Like if you go to YouTube and you look at just like. They look really bad. They do, right? Yeah. Like the news, like old news when it wasn't. But when like, I put my glasses on, it looks better. <laughs> it's my Blu-ray. <laughs> Oh my god, we're getting off topic. Uh, okay, but anyway, okay. so like so the whole, so yeah, so the whole point of this was that I guess what we're trying to describe is that I guess the exponential rate that technology is growing, right? You and I have been able to see transitions of so much different technology. And right now I think it's October. What day is it? It's October 17th. And I think Ish. the PlayStation 5 is supposed to come out very, very soon. I think it comes out like Next month or in a couple months, sometime before 2020 ends, like the PS5 comes out and I know the Xbox comes out. Forgive me if I don't know the exact release date because this is actually the first system console that I'm going to skip. PlayStation 5? Yeah, dude. Dude, I only the remember fucking the fucking PS5 like, is coming I think out. There's PlayStation 2 or 3 that I remember. No, no, no. I remember, yeah. Wow. I grew up with the PlayStation 1. I separate my video game life into two different points. You had my legacy console was an SNES as a child like 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 as a kid you know like but my teenage years were filled with playstation and playstation 2 
and I had an N64 at one point, but uh, I just, I think I had more memories of the PlayStation. So when you think about it, right. And I think we were talking about this earlier when I feel like when I die, I truly think that we are going to be just introducing lifelike graphics to the world, playable lifelike graphics, playable. Okay. That's probably what Parker's going to see. So, no, that's what I think that's what I'm going to see. When Parker dies, I think it's going to be something completely Why are different. we talking about death, Daniel? I know. <laughs> are you trying to remind me that my I... time is counted now? <laughs> is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> you might only have one or two PlayStation releases to go. <laughs> oh, no. So, when you see PS7, just know that. <laughs> it's, it's almost time. <laughs> it's checkout time. It's almost time. Yeah. Yeah. But so I think that it's so important we talk about the technology aspect, not just because of the graphics and all the cool stuff that he's going to see. So hang on, I want to tell Parker's story. Okay. Because watch, Parker, when I was your dad's age at around 18, right? With a knowledge that I am technologically advanced kind of guy, right? Our first (laughs) video games came out and they were called an Atari system, right? And this little thing, the greatest game ever, you would go buy it, you would plug it into your TV, and it had two controllers with little round knobs on it, and you would hook it up to your TV, and then you would have two lines on opposite sides of the TV, and a little white thing that would move between them. And you Are you would talk about Pong? Ping. Yes. <laughs> wow. I spent so many hours with that, <laughs> me and my mom, oh my and God. it was awesome. That was the game. She used to play Tetris a lot, if I remember. Tetris, right. yeah, yeah. And Tetris, well, that that's when graphics were advancing back then. Because it went from the two little paddles, Tetris, to Donkey Kong, I think it used to be called, or, or Pac-Man. I can only speak to Nintendo stuff because I played, I think only one time in my life have I ever encountered an Atari that I remember, an Atari that was actually connected to somebody's TV. <laughs> <laughs> I had them. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> they used to be fun too. You well, would get the consoles that would have like 50 different games in them, but they all consisted of little paddles and balls. They would go back and forth. There's this documentary about Atari games and how they were made and that they were just churning those things out like for like this huge problem. You'd have, just have somebody just like coding and it would take like two weeks to create an entire game. And that's part of the reason why the quality was so poor. I can't even remember the name of that documentary, but I digress. But with Parker, we were talking about the the technology growth, right? But I also try to think about like integrating it into his life. You and I are both in the education business, right? Or area. I'm an educator. And I do truly think that at some point, technology is going to completely take over that space. And I think that it's going to be completely different for Parker when he enters kindergarten. For some reason, especially with everything happening nowadays, we just talked about the that. pandemic. Parker's what we're talking about. Remember? Yeah, the first pandem- episode. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, frankly, for lack of a better term, the kick in the nuts education needs to start moving forward. Don't worry, Parker. You're not going to get kicked in your nuts. <laughs> so. Just education. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's going to become much, much more integrated because now what kids are learning online now, and it used to only be like. Jesus, I think when it first started, you to only be like a University of Phoenix thing, from what I understand. And right now there's Zoom University. <laughs> Wearing this cool Zoom University t-shirt. We're not sponsored by whoever Zoom University <laughs> is. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> anyway, Parker, the changes that this pandemic is causing to not just education, to a lot of different businesses out there is going to be phenomenal. And Parker's going to see these changes. Actually, he's going to grow up with these changes because like you said, kindergarten. We remember kindergarten, how it used to be for us. 
I wonder how it's going to be for him. You're talking about getting him an iPad already. Yeah. No, we are. And it's, we already actually already have the iPad. So we have like an 11 inch iPad pro and it's not too old. I used it when I was in grad school and I was using it because I didn't want to carry my laptop anywhere. It was just smaller. So we have that. We have like the magic keyboard for it. And we wanted to see how Parker would react to it. So we let him use it, right? Right. So he puts his hand on the screen. And I'm sure all of you guys know what an iPad looks like, whatever. But he had it on a screen and he put his hand on it and he started moving his hand. I noticed very quickly, he's only four months old, that he was noticing or realizing that whenever he moved his hand, the screen moved. So he was intentionally taking his hand, he's putting it on the screen and he's moving it to make the screen move. And I was kind of like blown away. I talked to my wife about it and I said, I think he needs to have one because I truly think this is the way that society is going. I think that this technology right now, frankly, is a privilege. It's a privilege for anybody to have that kind of technology in their house. But I feel the way the world is going is that at some point it's not going to be a privilege. You're going to, everybody's going to have it. Everybody. It is. I believe it's a need already. Yeah, it's a need. Yeah. It's it, a need. And I think that it's important for me to raise him in a house where he has access to that technology. I even remember on the first episode, we were talking about it and I was trying to verbalize exactly what I meant. And I think I ended up saying something along the lines of like, am I taking something away from him by not letting him have an iPad or a phone or something? And I was still trying to verbalize that. I still to this day can't tell you exactly what I would be denying him access to other than the internet, right? But I feel true innovation comes from being connected. It comes from all of us being like interconnected somehow. That's true. Yeah, and that innovation might take place in the form of an application, a piece of hardware or something that's integrated into our household. And if he doesn't have access to this device, I could be unintentionally denying him access to whatever the next big thing is, because nobody says the next big thing has to be a physical item. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. We can embed like chips in our ears and then we have carry our well, phones. I don't know about all that. <laughs> don't, don't you tell me they already did that, Daniel. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh into the mic because <laughs> I see the, the waveforms are getting too big. <laughs> Sorry. No, oh. no, no, not you, me. No, oh. not you. No, you're... Yours are always, you always do really good. What life forms? Waveform, the waveform. Oh. <laughs> do you need me to turn up the volume on your headphones? <laughs> I'm not so- getting a hearing aid. <laughs> Darn it. Maybe it's time. It's not the PlayStation 6 yet. <laughs> so Parker's going to see this brand new technology is going to be truly, truly very, very advanced. I sound like Trump right now. Very, very. It's going to be It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's beautiful. It's going to have everything. And I'll tell you what, if he doesn't see it, it's because they threw it in the garbage and they didn't want you to see it. (laughs) Absolute the best. The best. The best. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Parker's going to see some cool stuff. I would like for him to, when he's hearing this, to hear the technology that we experienced, you know, and uh, the changes in graphics and stuff. And why you said, talked about the old movies, trying to watch them nowadays and they're so blurry, so no detail to them. Takes away from the story. Yeah. And again, we'll, and we'll get back to that in another episode, but it really, it takes away from the experience. Yeah. 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 So Parker, okay. We got to come up with something because I'm running out of stuff to say here now. (laughs) Why are you running out of stuff to say? Well, okay. So then if you think about it like this, it's not just the, it's not just graphics. Look at the direction cars are going, electric vehicles, right? Oh yeah. 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 They're connected too. I think you could connect like an Acura, some Acura SUV to your phone plan. And then your car will give out like Wi-Fi. but that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. Look at like Tesla. Have you ever seen the inside of a Tesla? Uh, no. You haven't? Oh, I need to get you to give you the iPad. 
But if you look inside of the Tesla, it looks like a giant iPad. And that's it. That's all you have is a giant iPad. Wow. To run the car. All right. And it's uh it's completely connected. From what I understand, you can get on the internet to it. I'm not gonna don't quote me on that. I don't know. But everything's going that direction where all the technology that's being released is no longer there's no longer a learning curve to it. It's highly intuitive. And that's where I'm getting at with Parker is that like if I give him this piece of technology, I want him to be able to be assimilated into that type of tech. That way, when it's introduced to him later on, the intuitive part of it, like touching the screen, how to operate, like I think that's exactly what you're trying to say. Yeah. Is that by giving him an iPad right now, he'll start knowing how intuitively how you, easy things can be. Because like, so think about like an engineer, right? An engineer that graduated college with me, all right? That engineer had to have some sort of inspiration. And that had to have come from, whether let's computer scientist, somebody, right? And he had to be playing video games. And there had to have been something there that made him want to go into it. And so he had to understand video games, maybe on just a different level than everybody else for him to want to make it a career, right? And it had to have started early. So I'm hoping that by introducing the tech to him at an early age, if he does indeed want to pursue or make it better, you know, he'll have an in-depth knowledge of it. So that's my- He grew up with it. Yeah, you'd grow up with it. Literally from this age right now, he's learning about it. So it should be easier for him. But what about the negative parts of it all? Like I think- because there are a lot of drawbacks. There are a lot of drawbacks. And that's something that I think that's going to be the balance we need to find for Parker. Because you might be introducing him to all this technology and all that stuff that you know, right? I'm hoping that when I have time with him, I don't want to spend too much time with him behind technology. I kind of like would like to go camping, fishing, walking. So there's another teacher that works with me. It's funny you bring that up because there's another teacher that works with me. And he was talking to me about that we're so busy behind the phone. We're so busy behind a screen that a lot of us miss life. And he actually wrote a, uh, I can't remember what he did before. I think he was a lawyer, but for some reason he had to, he had to write this, I think it's like an argumentative essay. He sent it to me and I need to read it, but um, it was making the point in there that technology is basically taking over your world because you spend so much time behind the screen of a phone or an iPad. And it's exactly what you're saying, which is that you're ignoring the world around you. I think that actually is such a huge number one. I spend hours on this app called TikTok right now. I spend hours. I know. I saw you. We were talking. They were in a family talk, and Daniel whips out his phone, and he's laughing to himself. It's funny. <laughs> what the hell's going on, Daniel? Like everything. We're here. <laughs> we're here. And no. you know what happens there? And I saw this on Facebook or something like that. Life is what happens when you're looking at your computer screen or your phone. Life is what's happening all around you. You're right, though. But I struggle to look. I, wait, at wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. I think I sounded really smart on that one. What life wait, wait, wait. is happening all yeah. around you. <laughs> Don't quote me on it. I'm sure somebody else smarter said it, but I sounded very smart when I said it. <laughs> oh I God. did. I did. You sounded okay. Yeah, you know, you did. No, you're right. And I think that's the I think that's the approach that has a lot of wisdom in it. But I would argue that that you a lot said of, wisdom again. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I hope you're not expecting to get it. <laughs> North Star. <laughs> But no, I said that I think that the problem with that approach is it doesn't take into account that a lot of life does occur inside of a virtual world now. Social media, for example, a lot of people look to it for their social life. You have Instagram and Facebook. You get updates from your friends just by posting something, by posting a picture, by posting a video, TikTok, Snapchat, all that stuff. You get your social life through a means that's virtual. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so you're right. Life is happening all around you physically, but 
I think it doesn't take into account that a lot of life occurs now inside of this connected environment. And that's the world that he's, that's also why I don't want to deny him that. This is also why I want to give him like an Instagram page young. I want to give him a Facebook page young, you know, and, and have all that ready for him to give to him. But that's, again, there's negatives to that because there's a lot of nasty, nasty stuff out there. Well, I saw that what you're talking about right now reminds me of a movie I saw a little while back where people were living their life through virtual reality. And literally, they would get up in the mornings and go and hook themselves up to a machine. Second life, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they were out there, and then there's people that were old, and they, they all of a sudden, they had this beautiful body, and they were beautiful people. You could do all sorts of things. And then they shut it off. Oh, what? At the end of the movie, mm-hmm. somebody cut that switch. Oh, this is a movie. I thought you were talking <gasps> about the, the program. Uh, no, no, it's a movie. Oh. It's excellent. I don't know the name of the movie, but that's what made me think is like life is what's happening when you're looking at your screen. Because when they shut that off, bam, everybody walked outside. And those young, beautiful people that you saw doing, having, you know, all the beauty around them, right? All of a sudden, they came out and it's like cavemen coming out. Like, what's going on? So imagine this. Technology is great. But what if it gets shut off one day? How many phone numbers you have memorized in your head? <laughs> I barely have mine. <laughs> How many quarters do you carry in your pocket to run to the corner and I make don't. a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> there is no place to make a phone call. There is no place. No, you're right. But there is no place to make those phone calls anymore. You know, like there are no pay phones. No. You know, so, so you ask like if technology, like if it gets shut off, I don't think it ever will. There's no uh, central location for the web, so it can never really be turned off, you know, as long as you have access to it. I mean, as long as you have, like, some sort of a means of, of accessing it, you should be fine. I think that we might have overcome that. The web might be unkillable at this point. Might be, but access to it. Accessibility, yeah, but, if I mean, it, it's all about Let's say it. you're out in the wilderness, and you got your phone with you, wealth of man's knowledge in your hand, and you see plants, and you can Google it, take a picture. Can I eat this plant? And it would tell you everything about it. I think that you can do that. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I'm sure you can, right? But this is what I'm getting at. You have all the knowledge right here. We no longer have to memorize the multiplication tables because I can just ask this thing here and he'll tell me. Yeah, I know. I mean, right. and there's so many things that we rely on. But you're in this island and you have everything here. How do I purify water? Let's say. Yeah, but those are extreme situations, though. One day, <laughs> one day aliens come to this planet and they figure out how to turn off all our cell phones. <laughs> Earth would be full of dumbasses. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What do we do? (laughs) Oh, so you're arguing that Parker should, that Parker should still, the investment in technology shouldn't be that heavy, as heavy as I think I'm making it out to be. So Parker will still have an understanding of the environment around him, right? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, you kind of sounded pretty smart right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. But you could add... I try to think of my physical environment, right? So I think about my physical environment. What is important to me? Simple. My wife, physically, like my wife. I'd love my wife too, not just physically, mentally as well. You know, But as a physical person, yes, my house, physical, car, job, right? The other half of life does occur online because I pay bills online. I play video games online. I don't really anymore, but I played video games online. People play video games online. I don't have DVDs like you anymore. All my movie collections online. It's in the cloud through uh, iTunes. Thank you, Apple. (laughs) Which is a great way to save space, by the way. If you aren't buying movies digitally, I don't know what's up with you. But yeah, so I have a digital movie library that's all online. I have meetings right now through Zoom. 
and yeah, actually, even like half of my work takes place in a virtual environment. So you could actually argue that maybe we should be putting more emphasis and maybe I should be put like leaning Parker's childhood more towards emphasizing an online presence versus emphasizing a physical part. Living. Like, does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I mean, we're always going to have careers. We're always going to, we're always going to have schooling and like Parker, you're going to need to figure out what to do here, 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 and here. But I want to take the opposite approach of what my parents did for me, where they limit your time on a, on a Nintendo. They limit your time. They limit your time with anything technological because they want you to go outside and play. But I'm taking the stance that I don't think we need to do that. I think that any time in any kind of an online environment might be smart because it makes them a better digital citizen. Oh, that's a cool term. Digital citizen. You heard it here first, folks. No, no, yeah. <laughs> digital <laughs> citizenship. I got it from my... Uh, I got it from my school. I'm not going to pretend like I made that one up. <laughs> it's I wish I did. <laughs> it's a good point right there. But again, I hate to do this. And I got to refer to another movie I saw. It was really cool. I think it was called The World's Smartest Man. Some guy that was really dumb. Oh, and God. he joins the army. Well, Was it with Pauly Shore? No, it's like in the army now. <laughs> no, 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 no. He joins the army, right? And he's like, oh, this sucks. This is terrible. So they, he joins some sort of a program in the army where they're going to put him to sleep in a cryogenics or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like really went the dumbest soldier there. He just doesn't care. Like He just got in the army. Need I? Oh. <laughs> 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 I always went there. I appreciate the army for our listeners. But however, gets- <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what you did. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, but, hey, anyway, no, I'm an Air Force vet. All right. Me like, too. I'm speak for, I can speak the, for it. It's fine. But anyway, <laughs> this guy goes, gets put into cryogenic sleep, right? And then something happens where they got attacked or his warehouse collapsed. He wakes up like 10,000 years later, right? And he wakes up, and this world is all full of Gatorade. Everything is Gatorade. Gatorade, I don't know if it was Gatorade or Coke or it was a drink. I know this. But everything, get your vitamins through, quote unquote, Gatorade or Coke. Get your food. Uh, steak flavor. Oh my God. Coke. Are you talking about idiocracy where everybody's dumber? Every, like, like yeah, he wakes yeah, up. Yeah. No, I don't think it was an army program. I know what you're talking about. I yeah, think it exactly. is idiocracy. Yeah. No, and, no, no. and then this guy will. And the president is Harry Cruz and he's like a wrestler or something uh, like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's like relying on this. I don't know if it was technology, but there was like, wow. And the big problem they were having is that, what was it? I think it was the, the, they couldn't grow the potatoes or the vegetables anymore. Is that what it was? Because they, 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 they were feeding it Coke <laughs> <laughs> or Gatorade or whatever it was. It doesn't work. It doesn't and they had their smartest scientists working on it. Different <laughs> formulas of Coke, different formulas of Gatorade. <laughs> Get those vegetables are growing or we're starving here. Oh, my God. And this guy comes in, why don't you just put water? Could you imagine? <laughs> and everybody looked at him like, whoa, how, how'd you know that? He's, he must be the world's smartest man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Imagine this technology as involved as the digital citizens are going to be. Yeah, technology is going to be there, but if all we need to do is lose the ability to charge your cell phones or computers, where does that put us? Where does that put me? I have all my files at work on digital in the cloud. All my work that I've done, papers that I've written, or whatever I've done, you know, it's all in the cloud. My right. passwords for crying out loud is in the cloud. I think everybody's passwords are in the cloud. Yeah. So what if the, if I couldn't charge my phone anymore? Do I remember phone numbers? But don't you think though that that's a little? I think that you're talking about. <laughs> I think you're talking about like a dystopian kind of future, almost like a movies. I don't think that would ever happen. I think that everything's getting so we're so advanced now. I remember when we introduced just the internet to the phone, right? And then you had three G, and now you have four G. And then we're doing 5G now, right? 
which is going to be like internet like that. It's quick. It's quick. Right. So I just think everything's so interconnected. And so, like I said before, I just think it's, it's unkillable at this point. There's it's, nothing you can but do. But it's too interconnected. How do we feel when our phone is not working properly? How do we feel? I feel naked. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And imagine who makes all these parts. Oh God, don't not go in there. I'm <laughs> going there. I'm going <laughs> there. And he went there. Yes, I did. <laughs> So I'm going to do my best to try to communicate what my father was trying to say. And I'll try not to go there. Please don't go there again. Okay. <laughs> so I think what my dad was trying to say was that, that we as a society, even as an American society, we can even just say that because it's just of how much nationalism there is right now. We as an American society are so heavily invested in technology. Yes. That what if one of our enemies of a country or whatever found a way to turn it off? And honestly, like, like found a way to say embed something in some and something we use daily and turned it off. Cause I think that's something we did to uh, Iran. I believe we actually, uh, somehow, some way we damaged their nuclear program through a virus that was embedded inside of a Microsoft system. So I know it's possible. And that's what I was getting at. And what, I know that's how do we feel when the phone is not working? The computer's not working. Well, then that's when you as like a, I hate to say this, but the older generation should take over and start. Teaching you guys no, how to put me. water on the plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better term, yeah. But I think that that's when you as a grandparent, I'm not trying to say you as a grandparent have a job, but you also- Easy, I do have a job. (laughs) I got to guide that young man to where you guys, you guys want to go to a virtual world. I'm trying to tell you guys, it takes water to put on potatoes so they grow. Yeah, but you're the yin to the yang. You're the one that like, I'm the one saying that that's heavily invested in this technological future. Why is it called yin yang? Why is it called yin yang? Because what opposites- Uh (laughs) (laughs) Haha. So uh, I see what you're trying to do. (laughs) So anyway, oh my God. (laughs) I like that. But I think that like technology, I'm saying that we need to invest heavily in Parker's technological future, where your job is to tell me to pull back a lot. Pull back some. And I think that that's any grandparent's job, because I think that like there is a lot of value in a physical world and there's a lot of value that you found in the physical world because you were forced to grow up in, in that. Not that we aren't all forced to grow up in a physical world. It's just that there's more interconnection now than there, there and, was. And in a way you up. were too, Daniel, you used to ride your bicycle in the street, go play basketball and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays in the summer, I don't see the streets filled with kids anymore. Like they used to. Oh, you weren't on my block when COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> There was parents outside <laughs> giving those kids bikes to get out of my hair. You know? So, Parker, I'm going to make sure while your dad teaches you about technology and all that stuff, I will make sure you know at least about what's outside of technology, like tying your shoes. Yeah. Because well, tying your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I still think that falls on my checklist <laughs> to get to him. Well, no, but yeah, but what you would do is you'd probably, here we go, technology. I'm going to buy one of those. teaching him how to tie his shoes, you're going to get a program or something that shows them how to tie the knots. No, no, no. I and mean, then Parker you know, gets so evolved in technology that every morning he would turn on his phone. Well, you know they have. Play well, so they can, he could tie his shoes. And then. Well, then you know they have that now. That's all I'll say that Nike has that. They have see? self-tying shoes. They do. And it's an app on your phone. It's the Nike. I think it's the Adapt. The Nike Adapt BB. I think. And then one, one day they turned that ability off. And Parker could not tie his shoes. Well, then Parker's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be falling all over the place. can't fight the war because I can't leave my house. You know? <laughs> Don't worry, Parker. I will take care of that. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that the other part of this, too, is that I have to recognize that, again, the negatives to investing so heavily into 
a technological future for my son. I mean, specifically, like I, I need to make sure that I'm also like parenting the right way too. I don't like nowadays that like when you hear about how do I put it to, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I'm not, I'm not going to edit this out. This is something that is very like, wait, uh, wait, 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 you well, edit my stuff up. Well, cause what you said was a little <laughs> old school. <laughs> I'll just say it's old school. Okay. All right. All right. But I'm going to say this. I th- I feel that whenever there are like online incidents, so like whenever you have your child talking to somebody dangerous, you know what I'm talking about? Those incidents yeah. that are involved with predators and everything. I feel for the parents and I feel for the kid. It is sad. It is sad. But I do sometimes ask myself, truthfully, like, could the parents have done more? And I think that when children do get themselves into that situation, there's a certain degree of privacy that that kid is given that I don't think they should have. I think that as a kid, like, I need to make sure that I'm parenting online as well. And I'm making sure that this kid does not have access to to talking to those types of people or access to ugly videos. And because you know that the internet can get very, very dark. I think we both know that. I've never seen it, but yes. But so I think that's my responsibility. And I even wrote down here. I think I said, I wrote down a note. I said like, we need to be better parents rather than like claiming ignorance. Like when something like this happens, we all know what the internet's made of. And I think that like we as parents need to evolve. If parenting evolves, then we as parents need to evolve with it. We can't just say that, oh, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing and we're just trying. You need to start approaching these situations with new technology as somebody who is thinking two, three steps ahead. This could happen. So I need to make sure that I have a footprint inside of this as well. For example, I'm going to give Parker this iPad. At four or five months, he's not going to be contacting anybody online. But at three, four years old, he might have access to an app that has a chat function or he might have access to something where he can speak with other people that are not inside of my house or inside of my my circle, right? So I need to make sure that I'm doing the right thing and parenting correctly and making sure that if he is on said app, then I can make sure I can turn it off or I can see what is exactly happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's the big part about parenting that is changing is the parents need to have a bigger presence in their child's online environment. No, I, I agree with that, but that takes a lot of work from the parents part. Well, yeah, it does, but we have to, it takes a lot of work to be a parent in 100% general. 100% agree, but however... However, I agree 100% that the parents should put that kind of work in, but is it going to happen? It's not because, see, this thing that you're talking about, start off with my generation when, when I would sit you and Laura down in front of the TV and your mom and I would go to work or not like that, but we basically let the TV babysit you in a way. And I do the way. same thing now, except exactly. I don't feel bad like you did. <laughs> 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 There's my acceptance here because with him being it's a correct. lot of work what you're saying. Be trying to monitor all that stuff from your son. But we have to do it. No, no I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. No, no. And, and it's a lot of work. Anyway, I just wanted to say a story about Parker's uncle, Roly. Mm-hmm. He was little. Okay. He, we were living in Romania and your uncle John used to visit. And he was maybe about, gosh, it was before you even got there. So he must have been like five years old or something like that. Okay, so we lived in Romania out there. It's not too technologically advanced, but we had a, a satellite dish, right? And we watched whatever was on satellite there. And Roly would have his own link of satellite up there. And he was watch whatever. And I was talking one day with your Uncle John about meeting a girl and settling down, blah, blah, blah. And your Uncle John told me that that night, Roly came to him when my wife and I were already in bed. I shouldn't go there either. No, 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 go there. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to imagine Roly is, when I was a tall young man, but he was a little five-year-old, 
big blue eyes on him, blonde hair. He goes up to his uncle John and says, if you want to meet women, you just look in the TV. <laughs> and your uncle John goes, well, what do you mean? And Roly took the cable TV or the satellite TV, turned on one of those channels where, you know, live like chat. <laughs> <laughs> just call that number and you'll meet the girls. <laughs> So, I remember hearing about that. <laughs> and John was so surprised. And when he John told me the story, wow, I really should be paying attention to what the hell he was watching up there. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I uh, know. Like, there's a lot. I, do you remember when when we first had the internet? Your house in San Antonio. And I think that you caught me looking up. <laughs> looking up. <laughs> I did not walk in on him. Uh, you didn't walk in on me. You but certainly was about to. <laughs> looked up my history. <laughs> you and I used to go, like, I remember you used to let us have the internet. And I'd be like, okay, I'll be back. Close the door, <laughs> Close the door for hours. You know, like. And, 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 uh, and uh, Daniel, what were you doing in there? I was looking at boobs. <laughs> Is so are what, you glad I gave you that privacy? No, I'm not. No, <gasps> no, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I was then, you know, but I, I, I'm just saying that I think that like, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to deny my kid the opportunity yeah, to look at boobs at a young age. Boobs, yeah. You know, like I think at some point he's going to get a hold of it, you know, and, and it's, I think it's a milestone in manhood that at some point you're going to run into, I'm not even gonna, just going to say boobs, whatever you like. You're going to run into whatever you like. And it's a milestone. You're going to do it and it's going to be cool. And, you know, and so, <laughs> but, I, but I need to make sure that that's all it is. So that's where a grandparent comes in. He no, takes him downtown to the bars. No, no, no. <laughs> He's going to be like 12. No, no. no I, was, I think this was if you saw me looking that up nowadays, let's say that, let's say that it was today's time, but I was still a kid and you caught me looking at the stuff, right? I think that. As long as it was okay, okay, he saw it. But if he keeps doing it like over and over again, he might want to be like, all right, yo, yo, okay, never mind. Looking no. back on it, I was looking at it a lot. <laughs> but isn't that part of being a young boy? <laughs> like once you find out that stuff like that works, you know? Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. It is difficult. It you is difficult. You have a tendency to overwork it, you know? Well, I, but I, you also have to make sure that you're not like. So how do you do it? Watch. And we all know what we're talking about here, right? So how do we guide? Parker, when he's of that age, to do the boy things and monitor him. I think that'd be kind of awkward. Uh, well, Here, so, son, you can watch this channel, but not this channel. Well, I think it's all about educating before he has access to it. So like, well, not before he has access, because he's always going to have access to it. But I think it's about making sure that he understands navigation and making sure that, hey, look, this is what you need to stay away from. And I think we need to be blunt with him about it. Parker, you stay away from this website. You cannot go to anything that the dark web stuff, you can't stay off of like 4chan and you monitor that stuff. I'm not saying like porn and nasty stuff can't be accessed through the regular internet, but you also need to make sure you have access to the history and looking at it every once in a while to make sure he's doing the right thing. I don't think he should have accounts by himself. I don't think he should have accounts that are locked privately to just him. And that's my opinion. And I think it's going to be highly about me making sure that I have some sort of a digital footprint in there with him and some sort of a backup plan. And you do the work. And I do the work. No, yeah. I'm going to do the work because it is dangerous out there. It's disgusting it is. some it of the stuff that's dangerous. out there. You know, and I have to make sure that he can live, he can thrive in this environment, but at the same time, not raising another Jeffrey Dahmer. You know what I mean? Like, like is that his name, Jeffrey Dahmer? He's the guy that ate brains or something like that. Yeah, maybe that was a little... 
Maybe that was a little intense, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Parker, don't ever eat brains. <laughs> don't. <laughs> oh my God. But and that's, I actually really want to continue this conversation, but we've been talking for about 50 minutes. Did you know that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we could, you want to, we could break this up into a part two, maybe next week. Yeah, that'd be great. I think it's a great conversation. Because we still haven't hit on whether or not he should have a cell phone and oh. when he should have a cell phone. Yeah. And just make sure he doesn't have one of those accounts that. Where he does those numbers that they charge you like a lot of money to talk to. I know that, you know, that happened to me recently with Apple. I gave you guys the family. You asked me about the movies. I gave you guys yeah, the yeah. family share plan. Yeah. I, I, I everybody had access to all my movies, but every, every purchase you made was coming out of my card. But I wasn't buying any movies. Not movies, but whatever, like apps, 99 cent per, not just you. I'm talking everybody. Really? So I gave it to like four people. My sister had like, I told you this. She had like, yeah, she yeah, made yeah. like a $13 purchase. She made, her dad made purchases too. So yeah, so don't give Parker that kind of access. So yeah, that's also something we have to talk about too, which is that money. Like, cause there's a lot of uh, people out there that like their kids buy like thousands of dollars of stuff in like wow. online. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, did you you, do you remember hearing that's about another that? episode also about well, how that's going to make how we're going to teach him to make his own money to be self sustaining. You know, like mm-hmm. that's going to be great. He starts off by being my gardener, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's interesting, and I would I really want to continue this episode. Like, uh, have a part two. So I guess that's where we'll leave off for this episode. And and yeah, actually, before we go, I think this is the last episode we're going to record before it goes live. Wow. Yeah, because I'm going to send this one to the editor and it's going to come back. And and then after that, I submit to uh, the Apple Podcasts, Spotify and everything. And you should be ready to go. So that's oh. what kind of this is kind of monumental. The fact we've recorded four episodes already is pretty cool. <laughs> Three episodes and one episode is with my wife. Who took over my hobby. <laughs> so that's pretty cool though, right? I'm glad we did it. So last words for Parker. So last words for Parker for this is this. You give yours because I want the last yeah. one. Paul Parker, last words. What should you get out of this episode here? When you're going to be our age or going into your teens or later, technology is going to be far more advanced nowadays. You're going to learn probably to rely on it more than normal. Just remember, there are basic things that should never forget. How to talk to people, how to be polite, how to be able to tie your own shoes. And those are the kind of basic things that I would like to be there to introduce you to. Well said. I think that my last word for you is this. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty clear. I'm going to have a pretty big, I keep calling it a digital footprint for lack of a better term. But I am. I think I'm going to have a really, really big digital footprint with you and making sure that you're safe in all of your internet connected activities, while also making sure that you have access to everything possible. Because I truly feel that the next innovation, there's a high chance of it occurring, not in a physical form, but in an online platform. And I want to make sure that you're at the forefront of that and that you have the same opportunities as everybody else that has that. So that's where I'm at with that. But we'll jump into more, more into that in the next episode. Yeah, I guess that's it. We'll see you guys when we're live. For Tales of Fatherhood, Skynet grows at a geometric rate. I am Daniel Davila. And I'm Martin. You guys stay classy. Bye. Bye. Bye.